You're listening to Paris Talks Marketing. My goal with this podcast is to dig deeper into digital marketing success than any other marketing podcast out there, to reveal the growth marketing strategies and tactics that are working today, empowering growth at amazing companies and organizations. Keep listening as I interview founders, CEOs, and marketing leaders from all around the world, primarily from companies in the tech and software as a service industries. Now, on with the episode. Hi, everyone. On this episode, I don't have a guest. I wanted to just share some of my thoughts directly with you all on what I see as the future AI-ready digital marketing agency model. So right now in digital marketing, the sand is really shifting underneath all of our feet. And some of us may be realizing this and feeling this. Others may just be hearing about it. But the reality is that in the near future, easily within the next year, all the major advertising platforms, along with Apple, are making major changes driven by privacy to the way that we're going to be able to advertise. I think we're seeing and feeling this already with Facebook, and we will soon with Google. I believe that Google, in anticipation of what Apple recently enacted to Facebook by really uh, asking and requiring that users opt in to be tracked, I think Google has seen the writing on the wall, and they have already announced already that they're going to be phasing out third-party cookies. And that might not seem like a big deal, but when you think about it, really personalized marketing and all of remarketing really uh, on the web is based on third-party cookie-based data. This is how Google and Chrome has tracked people for many, many years. And this is really one of the things that drives effectiveness because you can see at the individual user level, you can see which pages they visited. You can really see their whole history of uh, interactions and touch points. And that's going away. And both Google and Facebook, especially Google, has stated very clearly that marketers need to make a pivot. They need to make a shift towards first-party data. They need to start utilizing their first-party data for the benefit of marketing. And Google hasn't been that specific yet. And I think that they're going to start repeating this and other people are going to start also giving their opinions. But I think for a lot of marketers, uh, maybe we first need to understand what is first-party data. First-party data is data that is owned and controlled fully by the advertiser or the the brand, the marketer. The most common form of first-party data are things like email lists, or any kind of data that's in a database owned by the company. This could be CRM data, marketing automation platform data. It could be payment data from the payment platform, especially if you're a SaaS company. And it also is product data. This could be product usage data that comes from how people are using the product. And I believe that Most SaaS companies especially are really sitting on mountains of data, first-party data, and not really knowing what to do with it, maybe not even fully aware of how much data they have, and especially not, not aware of how they should be using it. And now Google is telling us very directly, 
hey, marketers, you need to start leveraging this first-party data. And in fact, what Google is really saying here is give us your first-party data. Import your first-party data into our ad platforms so that we can do what we used to do or what we're currently doing today, but for not not a whole lot longer with third-party data. So Google is saying in place of the third-party data that we more or less control, we're now going to be relying on you, the marketers, to replace that by giving us your first-party data. And if you want your return on ad spend to still be strong, then you must do this. You must be able to identify and collect your first-party data. Optimally, you should be warehousing all that first-party data in one place and then importing it back into the ad platforms. Google is saying our machine learning is stronger than ever. Our AI is stronger than ever. But in order for that to work, we need to run that AI. We need to run those machine learning models on top of your data. So give us your data. This is a really clear message, and I think marketers need to get ready for it. And that's why I believe that one major aspect or one major solution pillar of digital marketing agencies in the near future needs to be data science. There needs to be a second entire type of solution that sits outside of performance marketing, which is data science. And then there's a third pillar, which I think is less obvious, but I believe that this is the the third leg of the stool, so to speak, when it comes to the, the future model of digital marketing agencies. And that is creative. And by creative, I'm referring specifically to performance creative, not brand creative, not typical a creative agency work that is usually focused on brand awareness, but I'm talking about performance creative that provides the fuel for those performance campaigns. These are campaigns in Google ads across paid search, YouTube, the Discover feed, Google Display Network, Gmail, even Google Maps. All of those different channels or all of those different properties that are that are based on Google ads or driven by Google ads, they need content, they need creative. And actually they need creative in larger quantities and at faster speeds than ever before in order to make that work. The same is true with Facebook. There's definitely a concept that a lot of you probably have experienced called creative fatigue, which basically means if you are advertising for too long to the same audience with the same creative, then you will saturate that audience. They will become blind to those creatives and you need to refresh those creatives. You need to bring in some new creatives. And at the same time, you also ought to be refreshing those audiences so that you have this cycle of constantly new audiences viewing new creatives. And the audience refresh rate and the creative refresh rate are really two very important keys to success with Facebook ads and with paid social in general. And that's why I believe that this third solution pillar that now needs to reside inside the performance marketing agency, not separate, is performance creative. I believe that there needs to be a performance creative team that is focused on bottom of the funnel creatives that can be really easily reformatted and repurposed based on success or failure. And now the way that the platforms are evolving, they are telling us more and more directly which creatives are working 
and which creators are not working. So I'll give you an example of that. There's an emerging campaign type in Google ads, which is called Performance Max. And Google, about a month ago at their big marketing live stream event, they announced Performance Max. It's still in beta, but it will soon, probably later this year, be coming out and available to all advertisers in Google ads. The way Performance Max works is that it is a single campaign type that allows you to run ads across all of Google's properties. So that's paid search, Google Display Network, YouTube, Google Discover Feed, Gmail, and Google Maps. All of those properties where ads can appear, instead of having to set up separate campaigns with different types of creatives in each of those campaigns, and then trying to manage the attribution of all that, Performance Max is consolidating everything into a single campaign and saying, all we need from you is creative assets. We don't need even keywords anymore. You just have to tell us, what are your goals? And ideally, those are going to be driven by first-party data that you're going to bring into our platform. And then give us your creatives. And by creatives, it's everything from a headline to contextual ad copy for paid search to banners that are formatted in different sizes for GDN, videos for YouTube, and basically all types of creatives across all of Google's properties. You need to constantly be testing and testing and giving Google new creatives. And I've seen the back end of this. I've seen the campaign reporting coming out of Performance Max. And it's very, very simple. It lets you know for every, for every single creative asset down to a single headline or a single video or a single banner, it tells you once it has enough data, it tells you this asset is either overperforming, underperforming, or it's performing on average. And this is coming quickly. So especially if you have large spending accounts, there's a lot of data and Google can reach these conclusions very quickly. And what it's doing is it's saying that we're trying to optimize across all of these different properties. We want to optimize the user journey so that the users who are most likely to convert are going to see the right ad in the right property at the right time. So it might go from YouTube to Gmail and then paid search. But Google wants to place those assets in the right places so that the user goes through that journey and eventually converts. So we're looking at a conversion rate across not a campaign or not a single click, but an entire journey. And Performance Max is optimizing that with machine learning. So it's going to be outperforming. I believe in the long term, this is going to be outperforming almost everything else in Google Ads. And I predicted about a year ago that maybe someday keywords themselves were going to go away. And I believe now this is the start of it. It's Performance Max. Because Performance Max will run campaigns or it will run your text ads on paid search without you having to choose keywords at all. You just have to give your first party data so that Google can understand those customers and know who they're seeking out and what kind of conversions and what kind of users they need to go after. And then you have to fuel it with creative assets. So for that reason, I believe that the third major solution is creative, performance creative, that can produce high volume content really quickly can iterate fast. And this is going to be, for the most part, low budget, low budget creative, not studio grade videos that are shot in studios. So it's a different model. And traditionally, if we look at the, the digital agency model of the last 10 years, the, the, the performance model, it really has been performance. So there's been really two types of digital agencies. 
there's been performance agencies and more brand agencies. And performance agencies have been focused on, of course, organic and paid performance. Organic performance is really SEO and content marketing. That's all about driving uh, traffic and conversions and revenue from non-paid sources. So creating great content, getting people to link to that content, ranking that content, having a very technically solid uh, SEO foundation on your website. All these are factors for organic performance. And then on the paid performance side, it has been primarily led by Google ads, paid search, but also uh, Facebook as well. And now I think LinkedIn is emerging as a third as a third player in performance advertising. But traditionally, performance agencies have been focused on delivering conversions, measuring, and being held accountable for very clear ROI or return on ad spend. But ROI is a little bit more holistic because that would also encapsulate your organic non, non-paid performance. But essentially, that's that's been the understood agreement between a performance agency and its client, which is we're going to deliver performance and we're going to be doing marketing and that we're going to optimize these ad platforms. We're going to optimize your website. We're going to help you create content that moves people through the, through the funnel. It helps people to convert, it educates them, and it ranks and brings traffic. All those things are great, but now I think that all of that is just simply one of the three pillars that the future digital agency needs to move into. Performance is always going to be a core pillar, and that's definitely not going to go anywhere. So having people that are absolute masters of technical SEO, of keyword research, of content strategy, of link building, of mastering the ad platforms, knowing how to structure things really, really well inside of Google ads, inside of Facebook ads, understanding um, when new creative is needed, understanding when audiences need to be refreshed or audiences need to be further segmented. All these things are still going to be very, very important. And digital marketers are still going to be focused a lot on these things, but they will no longer be focused on the really manual work of managing, let's say, bids at the keyword level. And soon they won't even really be building keyword lists at all. Um, The campaign types are getting simpler and simpler because AI machine learning is taking over and it is simply outperforming and it will continue to outperform. So performance activities like that are still going to be the core of performance agencies. But in addition, data science has to be there and performance creative has to be there. And the reason why I believe that all of these three core functions or solutions need to exist under one roof is because of the close collaboration that is required. So imagine that you've got a campaign like a performance match, which I believe is the future campaign type for performance marketing. It needs to be fed with two things. It needs to be fed with the client's first party data. And then it needs to be fed with creative. And and then it optimizes and then spits out some results. And then those results need to be analyzed very quickly. And then both teams need to pivot. The data science team has to pivot. It has to say, hey, can we get more data? Can we get better data? Can we perhaps even build an algorithm on top of the first party data that might do a better job of predicting something like lifetime value? 
if we're at a predicted lifetime value with 75% confidence, can we get that to 80% confidence? This is a never-ending process. So there always needs to be a need for uh, big data and data science to continue to improve the quality of first-party data. And eventually, I think the ultimate uh, manifestation of that is going to be algorithms that predict lifetime value with higher and higher degrees of accuracy, higher probabilities. That's never ending. And then you've got the creative, and then there's that feedback that comes back on the creative. This is overperforming. So it tells the creative team, we need more of this. This headline is working. Let's iterate five other headlines that are similar to this. Same with video, same with images or whatever. Underperforming stuff needs to be killed quickly. So creative people cannot clearly can't fall in love with any of their ideas. They have to just see that, hey, the, the AI is saying that this didn't work. We might have liked the idea, but now it's time to kill it. Because simply the campaigns are saying, this is underperforming. We have a high enough degree of, of confidence. It's based on enough data that this is not going to perform. You have to give it up. And you also the, need to inform the creative team. The creative team needs to see what to stop doing, actually, and what types of concepts and strategies should not be pursued. That's equally important. But this is a feedback loop that is, is going to become tighter and tighter and tighter. That is, performance campaigns that are running are going to inform what's needed next creatively, and they're going to demand more and better first-party data. And that's just going to be a loop, and it's going to be a tightly integrated loop that goes around because an improved algorithm can improve the results, and then those results would also give feedback to the creative team about which creatives are working better and which ones are not. This is why I believe that, that a digital marketing agency that wants to really dominate a year from now needs to start building data science capabilities and performance capabilities in-house. A lot of clients, especially ones that we talk to and work with, they've got different teams for this. They keep these things very separate and siloed. There's a performance marketing team it's either in-house or it's in an agency. It could be mixed. Then you've got machine learning, data scientists that sit somewhere else far away. Usually that's in-house, sometimes at agency side. And then a creative, a creative team, and the creative team has other priorities. They could be in-house. They could be with a separate agency. Uh, but I think that separating these three functions, whether in-house or agency, that doesn't really matter, but separating these functions is going to hurt performance ultimately in the future. So that is one of the reasons why we're making a major investment now into both a data science team and a performance creative team. I think this is clearly the future of the agency. And I think it's actually the future of, of how a digital marketing team uh, needs to be tightly knit together with those three solutions. So I hope that makes sense. I would really love to hear some of your comments. I've been, I've been talking about this a lot lately. I've been writing about it lately. I'm more convinced as I see what's coming from Facebook and from Google and the industry at large that this is where it's headed. So I think the teams that are preparing now for a world without third-party cookie-based data, and they're preparing their first-party data by starting to, first of all, identify it. Second of all, uh, warehouse it into a single place and get it ready for use. I think that you're uh, already one or two steps ahead. So I believe that there's uh, there's a major opportunity 
for the teams, either client side or agency side, that move very quickly and boldly into first-party data and take that next step as well with performance creative. I think that there's going to be major advantages, major competitive advantages for the people that get there in the next year. If I project out two more years, I think everybody's going to be there and it will be pretty much table stakes to be set up that way, to have a performance team working shoulder to shoulder with data science and shoulder to shoulder with a, with a creative performance creative. All right. Well, I think that's about all I've got for today. I hope that this new monologue format has been interesting. Uh, I have a lot to share on this topic and I'm excited to, to keep talking about it really. And I'd love for you all to reach out and let me know if you agree or disagree, or you might see things differently. All right. Thanks a lot. Another great episode in the books. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get notified when future episodes drop, be sure to subscribe to Paris Talks Marketing on your favorite podcast player. And to learn more about SaaS growth marketing, visit hop.online. That's hop, H-O-P dot online. Have a great day.